Welcome to season four of Handpicked. This is about people grilling me to get my business experience to help them grow their And what's businesses. great is we get to learn, discover and meet incredible business owners who are really up to some very interesting things. Anyway, enjoy. Maybe you've got some questions for the next season. Australians love and innovation. We've all got a great idea for a product or a business, but who should you tell and when? How do you protect your IP? Chris and I talk through the journey. Who knows what he's come up with? So why don't you give us a little bit of context? Tell us about where you're up to on your business journey. What brought you to here? Um, I've always come up with little ideas and always wanted to produce something. Whenever I've checked up, it's always been done before. But uh, this time I've had a bit of luck and I've been able to uh, get it to design. Right. So you've got a design concept and um, with one of your ideas, uh, too early to share with everybody what it is. Are you feeling quite protective about this idea? I am feeling a bit protective, but I I asked my uh, lawyer yesterday who's been helping me with the design uh, application and he said, no, it's fine to go ahead. <gasps> Gosh, we've got legal approval. <laughs> Look at us, right at the leading edge. So I'm I think, still nervous to tell people. Okay, so before we go there, I think it's a really interesting point that you make, and that is when do you tell people? Because I know many many people go, I've got this great business idea, and then somebody else you know, could go and do it or would go and do it or is better resourced or whatever. And yet if you don't let people inside the tent – how are you ever going to grow your business? How are you ever going to get the resources that you need? How are you ever going to get the content? And it's a balancing act of how do I share what I've created versus how do I blow it and actually give it up? And um, there's a fine balance between getting people to sign non-disclosure agreements before you share what it is. So if you are really nervous about letting us know, maybe after you've got into production or something, we can come back to our audience and let them know. But if you're not feeling comfortable, then I don't think you should put it in the public domain. Like, it's okay. We can still talk about your business, the idea you might say what industry's in, just to give us a bit more context um, or, uh, or, or the relevance of it. But I'm okay if you don't actually tell us what it is because you are not alone when it comes to this balancing act. Yes, exactly. I'm happy to share a little bit about it. It's, it's to do with uh, exercise and health and well-being. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, why don't we move to your first question then? It's what do I do next? So it's, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And what am I going to do next as well? <laughs> um, I need to decide on a name. Uh, I've had hundreds go through my mind, but... I think the next thing is I need to find a manufacturer. Okay. So I'm going to step you back even before we get to naming a product or a manufacturer. Why did you do this? I've heard a little bit of interest in health and so forth. But if I think about what is driving your passion, clearly you want to be an inventor. That's fantastic. What is driving this passion? Because understanding the difference you're making to other human beings will help you work out what you should call it and w whether it's a product name or whether it's a business name are also is also a choice you need to make. Yeah, right. Well, I guess 
why um, would be uh, it's it's definitely it's something that I'm really interested to work with and to manufacture and getting like actually get into it, use it, and be around people that uh, will hopefully buy it. Right. So that's all about you. Not interested. Seriously, you've got to speak in the language of what benefit this delivers to your customers. Ah, right. How will it benefit them? Mm-hmm. Better strength for your body, better uh, for stretching. It helps your back and keeps you, you know, more mobile. Right. So, so far, I'm thinking it's a Pilates reformer platform. So <laughs> um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It honestly doesn't matter what it is. But so far, you've not given me anything that helps me think, wow, this is going to deliver joy. Uh, it's going to deliver okay. safety. It's going to deliver that nothing else can do. So what is the true outcome and the emotional benefit, the difference you are making to humanity? Okay. You can, you can take it anywhere, right. inside, outside, camping, traveling. It can benefit a lot of people, um, you know, from personal trainers is the main one to make people that are may have back issues or just need a bit more strength and a bit of a stretch um, if they like to go hiking or if they're traveling a long time. So anyone, they can just get some get some uh, good relief from this machine. Fantastic. But I really think you're going to have to work on this. You're going to get this really tight and you're going to go, because of the work I do, people have access to a fitness regime that would usually be reserved for the gym. You know, you've got you to really be compelling because otherwise, quite frankly, everyone's going to go, oh, it's just another, it's just another whatever, you know, a, a device that is going to clog up my house. And so get really clear on what you deliver to people and get really passionate about it. Use powerful words that inspire people because your job as the leader is to inspire people to follow to believe in you, to be able to count on you. And that's at the very heart. If you are not passionate, how on earth is anybody else going to be passionate? Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to be passionate. I'm just a bit <laughs> nervous. And I get that. I'm not, I, the, best, and apparently I'm not the best salesperson I'm in the world. <laughs> and apparently I'm scary. Who knew? Okay. <laughs> but even, look, one of the books that I wrote, the Live What You Love, talks about the power of positive language and how you use words powerfully. So uh, I really think, you know, think about and test it with those family and friends who will all say nice things to you, by the way. Even if they think it's a terrible idea, they go, good on you, Chris, because that's what family and friends do. You'll need to get it beyond that ecosystem to be able to really validate um, this powerful language that you're going to use to inspire us with your passion about how it's going to contribute to our community. Yes, I do need to do all these, and <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't prepared to to get selected to or be handpicked. Um, so this is all. Oh, well, we we love me. it. We love a new idea on handpicked, and not only that, um, you're not alone. So many people are going on this journey. Let's get to the next question. Okay, so uh, I, I guess it is then. Do I uh, manufacturing in Australia would be great? Um, but a lot of people are t- saying no, go overseas. A lot cheaper. I like the Australian idea. And are you planning to manufacture it yourself? I'd love to, yeah. And are you an expert in manufacturing? Uh, no, but I don't mind. 
I don't mind working with definitely with metal and things like that. Okay, I'm going to just tell you a story here. One of my Shark Tank businesses came on and they had um, they spent a lot of money getting global um, patents for their product, a lot of money. And one of the things that was interesting is that if you spend all your money on the patents, you've got absolutely nothing to defend it. So if somebody's going to copy your product, you also have to have the capacity to defend your patents. And that can be really, really challenging. The other thing is the guy who founded the business was not an expert in manufacturing nor logistics. And ultimately they went out of business. And that was because that was not his strong suit. So you have to look at yourself as the leader of this enterprise and work out where do I spend my special gifts and talents. So another business I know that now turns over hundreds of millions of dollars. And this product is Australian manufactured, but this particular business, they don't manufacture anything. It's all manufactured under license. And the reason why they do that is effectively they do the formulation of the product That is, those uh, recipes are um, patented, they're protected with IP law, and then they license the production, the distribution, because they're just not world experts at that. So you've got to think about, okay, I've got the idea, but somebody else already has distribution for such a product. They already have the manufacturing project. And for you to go and reinvent that is going to require an immense amount of capital and belief. So really find out about who is already doing this. What can you tighten up? And you mentioned you had a lawyer before. So tighten it up, non-disclosure agreements, and then take a clip of the ticket. Would it be a possibility that I would sell the idea or go into a partnership with someone? Either of those things might be interesting, but it's pretty hard to sell an idea when you don't know what it's valued at, whereas, um, you know, the tooling alone, and I don't know what the product is, but setting up tooling for manufacturing is really, really expensive. So um, often these agreements or licensing agreements are you literally are licensing the patterns or the recipes or whatever the unique source is and you take a clip of the ticket. There was another business on the um, Shark Tank, I think it was even the first series, um, Scrubber, and he was an IP lawyer himself. And that's literally what he did. And it's been an incredibly successful business because of the um, of how he set the business up. So you don't actually have to be in manufacturing to manufacture in Australia. There's people who are doing it. So I think the next thing is to explore the how um, with and, and just start meeting people. And getting some non-disclosure agreements signed. Have you got something else for me? I'd like to show you the idea. That would be great just to get some feedback if you think it's a good idea or not. <laughs> so I think that's quite an interesting um, thing because people do come up to me and they go, I've got this really great idea. And then I go, fantastic. Why do you think that I am part of your market testing? And because I am only one opinion. And people say, well, you've been on Shark Tank. And I go, yeah, but I'm a world expert in experiences, activities, and marketplaces. Like that is what I've done for 20 or more years. Let's not count them. But it doesn't mean I'm an expert in other things. And so I became really aware when I started doing that TV show that people listen so deeply to my answer and I had a responsibility 
to make sure I answered it wisely. And it's actually when I wrote the book, Ready to Soar, which is, are you ready for your entrepreneurial journey? And so when people would say, what do you think of my idea? I go, have you read my book, Ready to Soar? And let me tell you, it was not about selling books because you earn two tenths of nothing as an author. But it was about answering that question responsibly. And if somebody is not prepared to do the work, to do the reading, to learn about how how to get funding, how to get, you know, and all of these things that I put into this book, then really they're not prepared to be an entrepreneur. So my opinion doesn't count. I'm just one. I may be in your audience, but I might not. So testing your product is really important with the right audiences. And so anyway, have a crack. I'm not trying to push books on anybody. In fact, I think it's out of print, so you probably can only buy the digital one. Um, so, But, but really, um, you, you do have to do that, that work. And one person's opinion is not market testing. So Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show. I think your experience of being an inventor, having an idea, giving it a crack, and how you navigate that road was very interesting to our listeners. So thanks for coming on Handpicked. No worries. Thank you very much. Wow. Thanks for listening. Surely there's someone you know who could learn from this too. Please share. Remember to subscribe and we look forward to having you on the next episode of Handpicked.